It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Yesterday I was chatting with Tori. And last week, Tori had a total hip replacement. She was talking about her relief having been in various types of pain and outright agony since her 20s, effectively, with a form of arthritis that she has, very severe form of arthritis. She got her hip replacement last week and she said the change is instant. Uh, And she was moved to tears by the sheer joy of the relief from her hip replacement with a grandel her with Tori. But one point she made, um, which seems to have resonated with people, was, please remember, arthritis is not an old person's disease. Tori had it in her 20s. Claudia, you were listening and you, and you can identify with that. Good morning to you. Morning, PJ. How are you? Grace, Grace. What's your own story? Um, like, I really resonated with the comment, you know, uh, especially about arthritis having no age. It's not just kind of an old person's disease. Um, I was 18 when I was diagnosed with a form called psoriatic arthritis. And it took about four years before I eventually got that because I had to fight for it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was really difficult growing up because I, I started feeling a lot of pain in my joints and my hips and my knees when I was 14. And when we went to the doctor about it, it was kind of pushed aside. It just said, you know, it's it's just growing pains. They'll, they'll go away eventually. But as, as as the years went on and I started getting blood tests, my inflammatory markers went up and up and up and they weren't dropping. Yeah. So it, it, it was it was very difficult to, to get to the point where people stopped believing it was just growing pains and realized I was um, in a, a much different situation than they thought. Yeah. Like you, you got a diagnosis at 18. You're now... 22. 22 and like do you have constant pain Claudia? Um at the moment I'm fine because I I'm, I'm so lucky I have I have it um maintained but like over the past 4 years it's been a very very difficult um situation to try to get it to that point especially during winter time where it I'd be walking out of work and I could be barely walk to the bus stop it would yeah. just be so bad. Is it your um, knees are damaged yeah? Uh, my knees and my hips are damaged. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And when you when you hear of Tori, who her troubles started in her twenties, and she's now had one hip replacement, and she's worried about a shoulder and whatever. You, yeah. Do, do you worry that there's joint replacement in your future? 
Um, I like I've been getting a check done and off over the past few years, so I'm I'm hoping it, that won't be the case as it goes on. That now that I'm, it's being maintained and the markers are coming down. But Good. It's it's definitely in the back of my mind that it it'll come at some point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I won't I won't be lucky for the rest of my days. I know. Yeah. Cause, and I I think I was delighted that Tory touched on that point. You know, this is not. An old person's disease. I made the point, and I've said it many times. My my neck and and parts of my shoulders are riddled, but but I was first diagnosed in my in my mid thirties. You know, yeah, so it's not um, an old person's disease at all. You know? Especially like the fact that I'm twenty two, and you know, you be chatting to people and yeah. mention you have arthritis, they kind of look at you stupid as if to say, "Are you for real?" Like, you know. Yeah. You're very young to have arthritis, and like you just kind of have to make the point and educate people. Why it may have been, you know, an old person's disease in the past, um, there wasn't enough data then to show that it's it can happen at any age. Yeah. And now it's just about showing people that arthritis is it can happen at any age, it can happen to any person of any gender. Yeah. It's just it is what it is. And this cerratic one is a it's an autoimmune one. Your 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 body effectively yeah. is attacking your joints. Yeah, my body attacks itself. Um, you know, I've had psoriasis from a very young age and then it just developed into, you know, psoriasis for people who don't know is um, when you're reproducing your skin cells, it grows back about 10 to 15 times faster than That's it's right. That's an right. average healthy person blisters. And yeah, you just get flakes and you get bumps and it, it, there's lots of different types. So... Mine spread from externally to now internally and the insides of my joints. I can't imagine what it must be like at, at, at 22 to have troublesome knees and things like that. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, you're a young person wanting to run and dance and, like. you know? I mean, can you, you, can you, you dance? Can you it. run? Can you play sport? Um, I can't run. Um... I, I can't run it does just it's too much impact on the joints and um, and it, it's funny when you say that to people they're like that's just laziness or you know like you're not trying hard enough and it's no I've had to adapt my life to allow for um, my arthritis so that I'm not doing any further damage to myself okay all right I'd love to be out running I'd love to but yeah, I, <laughs> I just can't I know I know Claudia thanks for that uh, Lisa O'Connor has also contacted the opinion line. Lisa, good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. You have had trouble since your teens. I have. Um, well, look, I'll give you the background, really. My story, um, I was in a car crash with my dad when I was four. We were crashed into by a drunk driver and there was a few things went on just after the car crash and I got a fright Um the drunk driver went to hit my dad. My dad was holding me after getting me out of the car. I got such a fright. A few days later after the car crash, now my dad had practically broke his back in the car crash trying to reach back for me. And a few days later, I had leg damage, I had facial damage, and um, I was hopping down the stairs on one leg. And my dad was catching me at the end of the stairs with his own disabilities. Um, but I started developing these little spots and a rash on my body. And like that now, um, didn't know what it was, was brought to the doctor. They didn't know what it was. And after a while, then I started forming these scaly patches. And these patches started joining up into bigger patches. And I finally got diagnosed, PJ, um, with psoriasis. It took a long, long time to get diagnosed, but I did. Mm. Um, my parents were great in bringing me to specialists and everything else. 
um, because psoriasis then is an autoimmune disease, but it can also be brought on by stress and that kind of thing. I was actually even brought to a psychologist um, to find out what were the effects, what was it that was affecting me, that was affecting my skin and things like that. So basically from a very young age, I've had psoriasis my whole life. Um, to deal with it on the outside and as a skin condition is hard enough but then when your body is aching and you're sore for reasons that you can't understand and to be honest I don't think psoriatic arthritis was a thing that was known about when I was younger Um, but I kind of I was overweight all my life PJ and I suppose when I did start moaning about joints and aches and pains it was put down to oh you're overweight lack of exercise like when did you start to get the pains in your joints and stuff Um, in my joints it would have been in my late teens and my early 20s because I was working in a hospital at the time and the the other girls used to be in stitches because I'd walk down the corridor one way and I could come back limping it was like my hip just went from under me and I could come back limping Mm. so it was in my 20s and then really it wasn't until after my son um, I had my son at 30 and it wasn't until after him that I really started suffering badly and they were putting it down that my pelvis was out so I had been asking and saying that there was more than that and I wasn't being listened to or believed and basically it wasn't until after doing loads of physio for a pelvis that was out that I finally asked for an MRI. MRI was done and within the space of a few weeks um, I was told I had arthritis in both hips. And they were so bad you needed them replaced? Not so bad that I needed them replaced. I went in to see at 33, the two hips done in one surgery. Two hips done in one surgery. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic because I didn't have any of the imbalance of having one good hip and one bad hip yes. for a few months or anything like that. Yes. I had the two done straight away, two done straight away. Um, it was an ordinary x-ray in the end that showed up all the damage. Uh, my surgeon was Mr. Harty, absolutely fantastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Two hips done in one. Um was a bit wobbly for a while. I was like, a, a, you know, the new deer when they're just newly born and they're I wobbly do, on their legs do, because... I had so much freedom and motion in my hips. So going from being somebody who was starting to, my knees were starting to turn in and I was starting to go down because I had no rotation whatsoever oh in both my hips. Yeah. yeah. So pain, getting in and out of the car. Um, I was in extreme pain, but I think at that stage I had suffered with chronic pain for a long, long time and you just learn how to live with it. Um, my four and a half year old daughter was dressing me, putting on my socks. Um, like one of your other callers there said their daughter or son was going upstairs in their bum. That's what I had to do. Uh, my newborn son, I wasn't able to bring him down the stairs or up the stairs in fear that I would drop him. So what I used to do is his dad would bring him down in the morning. I'd stay downstairs with him most of the morning if I do anything to go up and down the stairs then I would go up on my own but I couldn't carry the child up and down but my four and a half year old daughter was like a carer and she remembers every single bit of it and when I did get the hips done she turned around and she said mom this is like a holiday for me this is like being on holidays to have a young child say that to their mother it was heartbreaking it was heartbreaking but she was my carer yeah 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 and the message my chatting to Tori she specifically wanted to state, please do not let anyone think this is an old person's disease. And she's only in her oh. 40s, which is far from old. Um, but she was diagnosed and she was in trouble since her 20s. And I'm, yeah. I can't believe, Lisa, the number of people contacting me with similar stories. Yeah. And you wanted to make that you point fight. that this is not an old person's disease. 
No, I have a friend whose son has arthritis and he's only gone into secondary school now and he had it, he's had it all his primary school life and he has flares and he goes up and down with it. So there is childhood arthritis. Um, it's, it's, it's so ageist. That's the only thing I can say. It's so ageist because even now when I say to people, I've two hip replacements, I have arthritis. I'm 43 now in June. I think it's more acceptable because I'm the age I am now that people kind of go, Oh, have you? Whereas when I was telling people at 33, they were shocked to hear I had two hip replacements at 33. Um, but it's the fight. It's the fight. It's being told you're too young. You can't have that. You're too young to have hip replacements. Wait a while. You're too young for this surgery. We have to live now, PJ. And that's what I'm trying to get across. You have to live now. There's no point in waiting 10 or 15 years going through chronic pain and illness and depression, anxiety, all these things that this does affect. It's not just physical it's the mental aspect of it. And I think that's a huge part of it as well that people need to realise that it takes hold of every part of your life, every single part of your life. And it doesn't just affect you. It affects your friends, your family, your children, your siblings, because there's things they can see you not doing and things they can see that you're frustrated about not being able to do and not being able to do things with your kids, getting up and down off the ground, playing with them, running with them. It's heartbreaking. It is absolutely heartbreaking. And when my decision to get my hips at 33 was made was for my kids, I wanted to be the mom to walk my child to school. I wanted to be the mom to be able to push my child on a bike. I wanted to do all the things that a young mom should be able to do. Yes. So I wanted my hips done. I wanted my hips done. And was it hard to persuade doctors to do them for you? Uh, Mr. Harty, no, not at all. He was all up for it. He did say to me, look, we might get a year or two out of the second hip. Uh, we'll do the first one first. That's the worst one. Um, but unfortunately, mine just seemed to progress overnight. And I had seen him. And within six months of seeing him, I rang and went in and I had no rotation in the hips whatsoever. And he said, right in, in. And the two hips were done. And he had no problems about doing the two hips in the one surgery because... One was so bad, it would have been ridiculous to have been trying to balance a good one with a bad one for a few months. It would have been ridiculous. And how are you since? Yeah. You've had more done since, have you? Um, I actually had both my feet done. I had one foot done in March and I had one foot done in September um, so, over having arthritis. Your feet? What do they do? What, my what, feet? What do they do with your feet? Uh, well, over having arthritis, it's all your joints, your knuckle joints, everything can flare up, and especially with psoriatic arthritis. Yeah. Um, so basically, I had hammer toes in all of my toes. So they took out the second knuckle of my toes on both feet. Uh, they had to cut the tendons and ligaments. Uh, they did the bunion as well, um, just to release the toes and the knuckles so that my toes now are flat. Now, unfortunately, they're fantastic. I had a great surgeon, um, Dr. Mamun, in the uh, matter did them for me. They're fantastic. But unfortunately, with arthritis, like you're always going to have some sort of flare in the joints and the knuckles. So, you know, they, I won't be doing any modelling foot jobs for shoes or anything like that. But <laughs> I can walk better and I'm in Good. a lot less pain. Good. Now, I know that Again, you, you... Yeah, go ahead. Again, go a surgery that could have been put off for a few years. But why put it off? I, I love walking. I walk to exercise. I walk my mental health. I walk to keep my weight down. Why put something off until a few years of suffering? Do it now. Do it now. Do it now if we can, yeah. yeah. You were with the Skin Foundation for a few years, I think. You organised a particularly um, special fashion show for people with psoriasis. I did. Uh, myself and Teresa Tierney-Bogler, I have to give her huge, huge... Um, 
oh, I can't think of the word, admiration as well for this because the two of us, we both have psoriasis on our skin and for something on your skin, it is a very hard thing to live with. It is a very, very hard thing to live with. And I think the both of us had it at such a bad extent at different periods of our life. You have to come to accept yourself. You have to come to accept your own skin because you're living in it. And we wanted to do this fashion show because coming up to the summer, you're hiding yourself. The sun isn't good for psoriasis. Mm. Um, they say it isn't, it isn't. There's, you know, it contradicts itself. Um, and yeah. dare to the bear is, is what we call the, the fashion is. show. The sea is, but the sun isn't, which is a hard combination. The sun can be good first, but can you it? can also get sunburnt. Yeah. It, the sun can be good first. The sun is good first because uh, one of the treatments for psoriasis is UVB and UVA, which is light treatment. Oh, so gee. the sun is good first. Okay. But if you get sunburned, it's okay. not because you can completely break out. You're in trouble. So it, it, it's either or. But uh, we did. It was a fashion show called Dare to Bear and all the models in it were psoriasis sufferers. So a lot of us had flare ups. So we wore T-shirts, we wore shorts, we wore dresses. Um, at the time, I would have had a very bad flare from my hips down to my ankles. My legs were red raw. Uh, I was overusing steroidal cream because I was trying to keep on top of it so much. And um, I wore a dress and I showed my legs and I bared my legs in that fashion show. And it was the most euphoric thing I have ever done in my life um, the song I walked to was Titanium and that is my song um, and it just it just empowered me and <laughs> it was just appropriate with the hips <laughs> isn't it? it is well my hips are porcelain oh god and oh stuff now it, it just you know what it was fantastic but okay. to see all these people with this debilitating skin, con- skin condition and you know when people say oh it's only a skin condition it's a disease it is a disease mm-hmm. and it is something that people have no control over. It's an autoimmune-based disease. Um, I'm on biological drugs now. I inject myself every week. It's for my skin and my psoriasis mm-hmm. and the difference. But the thing is, PJ, I had to fight to get on that medication as well. All right. I had to fight. I had to fight. You've given contact details um, and so we can pass them on to Tori and to Claudia have- for any support they want. Do you know what I could see coming out of this? You couldn't have put a support group coming out of this because there's so we many... Tried. Young. We tried, PJ. I'll tell you what now, sorry for interrupting it. Myself and Teresa, uh, with the fashion show, we set up a support group for psoriasis sufferers and we were renting rooms and halls and it was with the Skin Foundation, so we had a little bit of funding and all this kind of thing. We were renting halls and rooms. We were we were having um, a help group, a chat group. It was just for people to come and chat about it and it was great. But unfortunately, a lot of people came to us thinking we could fast track them to dermatologists, fast track them to, um, oh God, rheumatologists, things like that. We couldn't do that sort of stuff. So it was a great place for people to come to, to be with other people that have this condition. I know this sounds bad, but, you know, there's only so much you can talk and moan and cry with your friends and your family. Whereas when you're in a room with people that know what you're talking about, know how you're suffering. We had one girl come with her mom. She had a jumper down over her hands, her hair down over her face, covered from head to toe because she was hiding behind the clothes and hiding behind her hair. And it broke her. A young girl. Yeah. A young girl. So, like, if if another if another support group was set up, I'd be delighted. All right. Well, listen, that line's going to go. But if anybody is into even a Facebook page or something, because we've had a surge of contact in the last couple of days since yesterday. In fact, since I talked to Tori, Claudia was on this morning. Lisa, young people, people diagnosed with this arthritis, this form of arthritis, other forms too, when they're very very young. And they're almost ashamed to talk about it. 
Quartz 96 FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.